Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everybody to Gina's Group Theory tonight on the Rasta is Weapons of White Supremacy. The feminization of black men. Definition of emasculate. To make a man less masculine. To deprive a man of his male strength, role, etc. To make something or someone weaker or less effective. In plain terms, there's a direct relationship between the forced enslavement of black men into white society. The ongoing fear of black men by white men, the racist global system of white supremacy that we all live in, and the feminization of black men in Western society. From homosexual, from television shows and movies that depict black men as openly homosexual, to the clothing lines that feature black men in rompers and lace underwear and pastel colors, has brought to my attention to explore the reasoning in this current trend of acceptance and influence. What could be the truth behind the scenes of Hollywood's black leading men? The formula is simple. Emasculation plus effeminization minus education equals domination. I'd like to welcome all of you guys there. I see you guys out there. Anyone who feels free to want to join in and speak, please press 1 and you will be inside the studio. This topic came up to me simply because looking at our black history of slavery and how the black man has been depicted, and I'd like to welcome all you guys as well. Anyone out there, please press one if you want to join in the conversation. I took this from the Pan-American Alliance. It has changed. And, and as quoted here, all those who have joined, if you'd like to join in the conversation, please press one. In the article, it says, fuck being distracted with political and religious bulls. This post will focus on the impact of feminization is having on the black community and how it is destroying the possibility of a permanent liberation of our people from disease, ignorance, and poverty. But first, here's what brought this post on. Recently tweeted, there has to be something behind the feminization of black manhood. This shit is disgusting. Sort of an offhanded tweet that came from my observation of some men walking down the street who were as black as Wesley Snipes with beard shadow, eye shadow, wigs, and in women's attire. A few real men stood up in support of the tweet, shouts out, but people I didn't even know came out of the woodwork with comments like, and fuck you and your constrictive notions of black manhood. Yeah, said sexist, homophobic people, and my favorite. Feminization of black men, where you dropped on your head as an infant or just born stupid. These these types of comments, I don't, for any reason, uh, condone or do I appreciate. The latest shows that I've been having are totally reflective on what is going on in our general population of black people. From gentrification to uh, humiliation. There's nothing that I can say that they won't do. 
I'm in support of my black people, and I call for them to stand up on their own. In today's time, we can't expect anyone to be there for us or to look out for us or give us a handout. Because normally a handout is usually a handback. I'm noticing the trend, let's call it a fad, of lace boxers, rompers, And to be quite honest with you, I used to wear rompers when I was pregnant with my kids. And on the side of them, they had ABC. As far as a romper on a man, the question has come up to me so many times. What do you think? What do you think is behind it? What is going on? And then further, each week I'm seeing more and more displays of feminine acting males. It is actually a secret weapon. When I say a weapon of white supremacy, I'd have to say there's other things that tie in with degrading a race of people. If I cannot take you down, I'll let you take yourself down. And as we discuss these issues, I want you to open up your mind and understand. Rompers Lace, underwear, boxers, shorts, and as you can see on my page, on the show page, I depicted several pictures that homosexuality is okay in the black race and that they're very proud of it. I don't know, I have nothing against anyone. Homosexuality, I support pride, whatever you like to do, that's what you choose to do, and I support it as long as it's not pushed upon me. But let's say I'm no angel either. The bottom line is what I'm seeing is it's not just what they want to do. It's what's being insinuated. Television shows such as Empire, mm-hmm, Greenleaf, all of the new black shows that are coming out, if not in all of them, there is the depiction of black man on black man love. Not saying that there's not enough black men out here for us black women. Let us not say that. Let us not throw that in. Now, not only do you women have to fight with each other, but now we have to fight with men. It leads to a lot of distinction between black men and black women as well. When back in the day I spoke with someone a good friend of mine, he explained to me, he said, well, a man used to be the king at the head of the house. The head of the house, he's supposed to take care of the family, rear the kids, rear the wife, buy the groceries, go to work, and all those extra special things. The trend that I'm seeing now is that men are taking the role of women. And I can also say that it's hard enough for us to hang in here. The show that I had Oh, I see. I do have a caller that like to speak. Let me clear this. When I spoke of what we as black women, do you really want to be me? Well, now the question is, now I'm not worried about the women wanting to be me, but I'm worried more so about the men. This is just another ploy and secretive because they're not familiar with themselves, so we must get educated. I'm going to go ahead and take in a caller. Bear with me, everyone. 
Let's say hello. Hello, this is Gina. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah, this Hi. is uh, Dennis Bott, and I'm um, hello, Dennis. in Corona, California. How are you doing today? I love your topic. I'm blessed. That's good. I, um, I'd first like to say that um, what you're talking about is very important in our community. I'm with the uh, Buy Black Movement as well, and um, we can sustain ourselves. But what i like to talk about is basically you're correct on what you're talking about is we don't know who we are. Uh, as a people, most of us, I'm not saying all of us, because we do have some conscious people out there, but we have to have knowledge of self. We have adapted to the white supremacy mentally, because as you say, they're putting the shows out there. They're, they're marketing to our young ones. They're marketing to our people from birth. And as you said about the religion, uh, following the oppressor's religion, if you, you really follow... Um, the religion that mostly we have here in America, African Americans, are Christianity. And if you really want to know, it's nothing wrong with that, but go back to Africa, ancient Kemet, and see the writing on the walls and know what it is. Because as we know, as white supremacy, uh, they switch words, as the Indians say, or Native Americans speak with forked tongue. And as we know throughout history, everything has always changed from the originality of what it's, it comes from the purest form which is our people and our words and our books. We had colleges and universities and we had agriculture. We, when they were in the, um, the medieval times, we were thriving as people all around the, the earth. As a matter of fact, there was peace and they, we, had, we were traveling to the United States. We were here in America before slavery. You know, we don't know this. We have Queen Nzinga, Queen Nani, uh, a lot of, Influential black people throughout history, which they don't want you to know your history, so you adapt to what they want you to see. And if they depict, you know, as you said, gay, uh, feminism, you know, uh, that is what is happening to our culture right now, and it's becoming popular, as it's popular to the people, where it's not really what we were here and designed by the Creator to be. We were kings, and we dominated. We are very intellectual people, but we have been brainwashed or, as Malcolm X says, hoodwinked, uh, led amok, bamboozled into believing what they have, and even their dictionary, black is bad, white is good, pure, evil. Yeah. And we've been psychologically really abused, if you want to call it. And we don't know who yeah. we are, so how can you expect us to to um, understand what's going on when you don't know who you are and you don't know your history and how great of a man or woman that we are as black people? We are the strongest people in the world. Um, you, when you look at what we've been through, no one else could go through what we went through. They tried to do it to their own, Native Americans, all other kind of people, but guess who survives all the time? Is black people because we're stronger than anybody else. You give us opportunity to get any type of game. We couldn't play in the NBA 50 years ago. Now you see nothing but us on the courts. We couldn't play tennis, Venus and Serena. Look at Oprah. Everybody that you look at, if we give them the same opportunity, the same playing field, we outshine anybody in the world. We we built Washington, D.C., Benjamin Banneker. We did it mentally. And we don't know about our people and our culture through Brother Marcus Garvey. Let's 
Marcus Mosiah Garvey, let's say, he, as he says, if we go ahead and be black, buy black, and think black, all else will take care of itself. We don't need anything else but us, but we've always relied on them. Want a handout. What are they going to give us? They have never given anything to us to empower our people. We can do this by ourselves. We spend $1.3 trillion a year, but only spend 2% with each other. So if we go you ahead and use, yes. we don't have to. Yes, ma'am. I, I don't want to catch. I read that yesterday. We do have another caller. I want you to know, caller, I'm going to chime you in. I'm letting Dennis get his talk, and then I'll chime you in, and both of you guys can. Because uh, I'm hoping that maybe it's the young lady that called in last night. She she was very, you know, she's very powerful, just as what you're saying is very powerful. And, you know, I've called for you guys all, and I thank you for being here as well, that you guys speak your voice not to be hindered, not for me to direct you in what you're saying. I want you to, you know, be you. I'm going to go ahead and chime in and get my guest. Let's see. Let's say hello. <clears throat> Greetings. Hello. Hi, this is, this is Gina. Hi, this is Sapphire. Greetings. Hi. It is I. This it is Sapphire. Sapphire. Yes. This is Sapphire. This is Dennis. This is a good friend of mine. Uh, you, uh, this is a young lady I was just mentioning. She brought so many Hello, topics Sapphire. as well as you. Hello. Hello. Yes. Um, Dennis is, uh, he's pro. Well, describe yourself, Dennis, and, and this whole thing and, and how we've known each other through Facebook and social networks, but uh, how did we hook up and finally meet and for what purpose that you have? My purpose is to see us elevate as we are people, we, we created pretty much everything. We are the dominant, you know, as you say, if we mix with white and black, you get black. So however you, anything that we mix with, it still comes out black. We are the, you know, creators from God's creation, if you want to call it. But what I am saying is that we are, we have a, I'm with a buy black movement where is we don't even have to pick up arms, if we just spend our dollars, economic power is what we need. We can talk about everything, we can say everything, but let's keep it real. If we don't have any financial institutions or any backing with our dollar, which we are giving away freely, they don't even have to combat us. They got Carl, uh, whatever, all these uh, these uh, uh, designers that we go by that don't even like us, but we spend our money with them in a heartbeat. Yeah. But we, we have a hard time spending money with our own people. Oh, it costs too much. You spend you spend a hundred thousand a thousand percent markup on what they have and they don't even want to. But yet and still when we try to uh produce and come ahead with our own businesses and that's what we do, we have over two million five hundred thousand black businesses here in America, but we can't really name ten in our head. So as the buy black movement, we have something where we want all black people to be able to come. If you have a business, please come to us. It's legitimate. We have black businesses. We make our own washing powder. It's so many things, services, but we want to be the next Amazon for black people. Thank you. And uh, I'm going to go ahead Thank and stop because I know you have somebody else out there that wants to speak. But, um, <laughs> yes, yes. No, that's <laughs> you, okay. I, let me I give you, uh, let me give you the. Our... <laughs> yeah, go, go ahead. Shoot it. I just want to give you the website if you guys wanted to check that out. It would be okay. www.d as in dog, m as in Mike, j as in Juliet, tag, 
T-A-G as the African group dot biz. I'll say that again. www dot D-M-J tag dot biz. B-I-Z. Back to you. Thank you, Dennis. Welcome, Sapphire. I'm so glad that you showed up. Uh, my sister, my sister, when she called in yesterday for the first time, I believe it's the first time you ever listened to my show, right? Right, that's correct. Right, and I, uh, you, you, you made me, you touched me. So, uh, you, you thought that I wouldn't, or at this point, I really don't care what the world thinks. So, I want you to speak your mind. So, give it to me, sister. Well, give it to him. I will say this. While while I can and do appreciate um, the movement to get black people into a cohesive unit where economics are concerned, where black pride is concerned, and community and family, while I do appreciate that, my personal views, and I do want to emphasize personal views, are diametrically opposed to that in the sense that to some revelation recently. And when I say recently, I'm talking about the last couple of years. And and doing avid reading and research uh, on the black woman, it has opened my mind to so many truths that my, my position is totally different. Now, I would have never thought that I would have come to these summations, but here I am. I, I want to I want to address the the um, article that you read, and it said yeah. this. It said that 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 people were concerned about the feminization of black men, and that right. that that is a major problem in our community. Okay. Right. Now, right. what what? I, and I do believe people feel that that is a valid concern. But I want to say right. this. I want to. I want to put this out here. Okay. They say that they are concerned about the feminization and that it is a sure road to homosexuality. But the problem that we have in our community that that we are struggling with, from what I hear, is not homosexuality. It's bisexuality right. it's a- amongst black men. You see, because mm. homosexuals like men exclusively. But these black men that they are addressing are, in fact, bisexual. They have sex with men as well as women. So it's wow. the, the homosexual man, we know, we, for the most part, we know who they are. Okay? Right. It is the right. bisexual right. man or that down low, quote, unquote, culture that seems to be a thorn in the sides of so many. Now, as, as, as we talk about the things that we are plagued with now, plagued with now. I want to tell you about something that um, Henry Kissinger said, and I don't, I don't see Henry Kissinger as this great glamis or, you know, someone to be admired. But I do admire his experience, and he said this, okay. and he didn't say it for us exactly, but he was speaking to a foreign correspondent. And I understand that when you, want, when you really want to know about what's going on in America, you need to listen to foreign news because they don't know mm-hmm. what to lie about exactly. You know what I'm saying? So he said this right. to, the, to the gentleman. He said that the gentleman said that they were talking about Bangladesh and some of the problems they were having. 
And Henry Kissinger said this, very thought-provoking. He said, any culture, any individual culture that has done something for 200 years or more, they will continue to do it, even if they have to do it covertly. What am I saying here? I'm saying that the problems that are plaguing us are problems that are not going to go away because we continue to talk about them and put Band-Aids on these bullet holes. I believe we need to cut our losses, and we need to – there's a new day at hand. Things have changed, and we need to look on the horizon and not bring these old fears on this new day. That means some reorganization of the so-called black community. And what we have been looking to for leadership, it hasn't worked and it's not going to work. So I think we're going to have to go back to whatever the family unit is or the tribe. We're going to have to go back to that because there's a breach that has been uh, brought up on us with the the advent of interracial relationships. And I want to say the gentleman said that Whatever, whoever we, we mate with, they, they turn black. They, they are black. That is, that is totally false because let me tell you this. That is how other cultures are created. Black people breed with them. Those people understand exactly who they are, but they come to the black community to be shining stars because we're the only ones that worship them and big them up. They don't go to the community of their other half because they see them as what? Half of them, not whole, meaning hybrid or foreign. So when we look at the Dark Ages, as he mentioned, we have to take into account the Moorish Empire. Now, the Moorish Empire, the Moors went there. And instead of acquiring more territory and creating laws, they sold off portions of land that they had confiscated, access to the Americas, for young white virgins They were only interested in vagina They were not interested in the Livelihood of the bulk of their people Now I say this for a reason Here we are in this new day And we know that the Moors were breeded out So whatever black breeds with Is not black It is partially black So we need to recognize that That's the biggest game that's ran on us So people who are not black Come to us and say Well I'm a person of color And person of color could be anybody. But when you want to step on somebody's shoulders on your way up, when you want to walk on somebody's back, you come to the black community because we uplift everyone. We let everyone take advantage of our civil rights movement, just like the civil rights movements of the 60s and 70s. And guess what happened? We, 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 We did all that, had the black woman getting bit by dogs, men getting bit by dogs, putting fire hoses on children. At the end of the day, the white woman ended up with all of the civil rights. And the, and the new immigrants who come here, they have the civil rights. We don't. So I, mm. I don't subscribe to that ideology. I, I do not. I, I can agree with I, that. You know I can attest okay. to that because um, if you look at the uh, Buy Black movement, we only want black people. Um, I see that it, it, it depends on where you, you're right. They are mixed. You have um, some people that are quote unquote half white, half black, whatever you want to call it. Um, they say they are, represent white. But if you look at uh, uh, Barack Obama, he's half white, half black, 
what does he consider himself? It's what they put in their mind is where they are. And so if you right. think you're that, that's usually what you become. You got people that got right. two black people as parents who think they're white. So it's not well, about the color, it's about the mindset. It's, that's where yeah. it starts. And I agree with you, sister. Uh, that's why I do love the Buy Black Movement, because we can do for ourselves and be self-sustained. And once we do that, and you're right, we call it trillion-dollar game where they come in and they take our dollar and make us weak and let, let us believe false things. But as, as you know, if we concentrate on us, and we, like I said, we spend $1.3 trillion a year, less than 3% with our own people, how can you expect to be wealthy giving away 97% of your money? That's right. I saw, uh, not to cut either one of you, I saw that yesterday, how much we spend. Every, you know, on proms, now this kind of got me. It is statistically known that poor people spend $600 more on prom than rich people. <laughs> I was cooked. Uh, I know a kid who went to prom in a Lamborghini. I know kids that went to prom here in Phantoms. You know, if you're living in a rundown house, and this is what I have to say, Lord forgive me. You're living in a rundown house, and when prom time comes and your teenager has to go to prom and your teenager is rolling off in a Rolls Royce, there's something wrong with that. That's something wrong with that. I saw prom pictures where people were going to prom in exotic vehicles, but behind behind in the picture there was uh, apartments and, and I'm sorry to say, raggedy dwellings. Now, <laughs> I know it's a mindset thing because, see, how is it that we're so much money with everybody else and then we're not and, – and, hey, I know a lot of single moms who sent their kids off the prom in exotic cars. If you're a single mom, you've been doing that a long time by yourself. Now, I don't know how you could accumulate to send your kid to a prom in an exotic car as opposed to letting them drive the family car. And that's kind of what the white folks used to do, let them drive the family car to get to the prom. I, I, I have to say you both are right. You both are extremely right. Now, how do we get to change? Because we're down to we have like a little bit under five minutes. You know, I'm going to make the show longer. I'm trying to see where everybody is because, you know, Dennis, I've been doing this five years. Sapphire, I've been doing this five years out of my own pocket, paying out of my own pocket. So this is what I said. I said, well, I'm not going to be, you know, I'm I'm an outreach specialist. I've been working homeless nearly 17 years. That's what I've been doing. And that's where I learned my humbleness, to be humble. And I decided to take an active role in helping other people. I started being just pro-people. Now I've turned, as I said on previous shows this past two weeks, I'm pro-black. Only because I realize that we have nothing. We don't have hospitals. We don't, we don't own anything. And, and like I said, too, no one really owns land here. So it's not really, it's, it's, it's I, I don't know, be, from both of you guys, I want you to briefly tell me, what do you think is the main problem? Is it? Just poor people, is it just an attack against, because of the the gentrification of big cities, large cities now, it's also another issue. When you, you see your people being moved out into the streets who are normal people who look just like us, living on the side of Skid Row, that is just, it, it tears me apart. So that's why I took this stance to say, okay, 
I'm going to support. Go right ahead, Sephar. Can I address um, the gentrification issue? I, I want to say yes. This, and um, I, I want you to firstly understand that I'm not throwing rocks and hiding my hands, but I want to bring this to your attention, and I'm going to use Compton as an example. Compton, California, is now probably 85% Mexican. First generation, whatever, I don't know, but it, it is that. Now, let's go back to the 90s. And I, I want you to be mindful of our conversation yesterday, how we were agreeing that many people that we look to as heroes are often um, working with an agenda, and that agenda does not include the community, right? So when we look at Compton, we look at NWA, this big fanfare regarding the movie and the reunion of NWA. But when I think back on Compton and NWA, do you know what I think? I think that NWA, I think that they were agents, and I'm going to tell you why. When NWA came out with the song, excuse my expression, Fuck the Police, what many people don't realize is at the time, Compton had an entirely black police force. Entirely black. They had Compton Community College. Compton Community College. Entirely black. Now, what happened after NWA, after that album hit? The, the city was decimated. The police department lost their tenure. They were taken over by the sheriff. Not only that, this is what broke my heart and made me cry. Okay? And the elders in my family when we, when we found out about this. Not only that, but the accreditation of Compton Community College was taken. So that's how gentrification begins. See, people think gentrification begins when people start buying homes. No, it begins in the civic agencies, in the local government. So here yes, comes this, yes. this rap group and they didn't they weren't they were not based in Compton. Most people don't know that. They were not based in Compton. They were not native Comptonians. Compton. Let's put that yes. out there, okay? Now here they come with this with this fuck the police and why would you do that when you know that the police of Compton are, are all black? So now Compton has a police department that is shared that's willing to beat on heads as they please. Okay? And now, um, Compton Community College, you must get your credential from El Camino Community College. See, if, yes. even if they had taken the police department and not taken the accreditation from the community college, children could have still gone there to get associate's degrees and work on undergraduate education to get certificates of education. They can't do that there now. But guess what they do now? Guess what they do now? They have programs for Spanish-speaking people, okay? They have certificate programs now that are not bilingual, Okay, so I want to understand how we are to begin to stop undo the undoing of ourselves. Okay, because before I right. before I take this stick and beat the white man over the head with it, I've got to beat the black man's head, buddy. Okay, because he is at the gist of what is wrong in our community. Okay, you know what? Uh, we kind of run over, but that is great. Uh, uh, 
Yes, Dennis. Go ahead. We still yes, we're, uh, we're running like on dead time, but. Sister. Sister, uh, I, I agree with you. With the, I was just over in Compton uh, last month. They just had a, a election, so I've been talking to the the uh, the controller, the mayoral candidates, uh, the detectives, and you know I got a lot of lessons over there as well. Which they did take over the young lady, the lady that you're talking about that took over Compton College from her, took it from her. I spoke with her, and she let us know the whole history behind it. But and that was started back in the 80s, the 70s, and what the governments have out there been doing it. This has been a plan in place for years, and we don't even know what's going on. So we don't even know that we're in a war, let alone try to fix the wound. So what, what, with Compton, you, since you brought that up, and I'm glad that you brought that up, is that they used to have a high murder rate, very extremely high. And you're correct. They do bring the sheriffs in correct now. They're, they're gentrifying that whole area. They're changing everything up. We're going to have an Amazon store over there, but I, I don't want to go all into the politics of it. But what they've done is right now the sheriff department is the one over there. It takes a long time to respond. But they do have some brothers over there that are former detectives that are doing a heck of a job. There's only been two murders in Compton this year. Now, they don't broadcast wow. that. But when they were when they were going to murder, 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 that's when you hear about cops. Okay. I was there. They have a wow. black lady who just opened up a grocery store, 35 years old, yes, African-American. Yes, I was down yes, there, too. So when you talk about yes. this, you know, I'm talking about let's do something with the people that are doing something because we can't worry about the ones that aren't. That's one thing you can't sure do. Can. You look at you you look at uh, China and Korea when they were coming in there. They said, "Hey, all you people that are American minded, we shoot you in the head." Wow, they have their country. So you know, here we 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 bend over for whoever is giving us the highest dollar. So if somebody gives somebody a dollar, guess what? They're gonna turn a blind eye. We, we need to be strong and strengthful. As like like I like the buy black movement. As I said, we're not selling out. Check it out, sister. Look it for yourself. And it has, we have to have economic power to have the stores. We need grocery stores to eat. We have to, if we want to have, build our own police forces, as, as they do in Beverly Hills. Yes. We don't even have to use the police if we have a community of our people yeah. and we have our own security. That's why you don't see them in the news, because they police themselves. Now, what you're talking about, I, I agree with you, sister, but at the same time, you cannot do anything without some money. You can't we need to learn how to buy our own politicians. We don't buy our politicians, but everybody else does. The Jews stick and, with the Jews. And you you're exactly yeah. right, and I can understand why you're telling me that and I totally agree with you, but I want to let you know this. Murder is the first and most effective tool used in gentrification. Murder rates go up, wow. other people are forced out, here come the new people. But let me say this. As far as we that's are concerned, of, that's lack of jobs too. Am I correct? If you don't that, have any way to so work, many jo- well, there are so many. There are so many ways. I mean, that that is a a metropolis area. That's why it's gentrified. That that's the reason why. But let me say this: yeah. the one thing, if if I can offer a solution, yes, ma'am. the one thing that we need to incorporate within ourselves, within our business practices, when it, with our dealings with one another, the thing that we are sorely lacking is integrity. We need to have classes on integrity. I'm saying before you teach somebody about business, do not bring out one single solitary figure. 
bring out integrity. Right. Because if you have That's integrity, right. that is true. If you have integrity and you don't know what you're doing, I can deal with you. If you have integrity and you make a mistake on my order, I can overlook That's that right. and I'm gonna still hang That's with right. you. But if you are scandalous, <laughs> right. okay, and yes. shady. We're going to have a problem, and if we are going to be candid with one another, our problem is integrity. And so I believe that we need to incorporate that in the classroom, homeschooling. There needs to be, be, because we are a peculiar type of people with a peculiar set of circumstances, we need to incorporate (laughs) integrity stronger and before religion. We know that religion is not indicative of integrity. It's not. Okay. Both of you guys, I know, I don't mean to cut you out. Now, you guys know, tomorrow's show, I'm going to bump it up another hour because it seems as though, uh, you know, I'm getting I'm getting good feedback, and I love that, and I thank you guys. I beg for this because, you know, I don't want to be the only one talking. And, you know, when I was doing the show before, I had so many people, but then I stopped for a period of time, and now I'm back on, and I need your guys. I need your help. Everything both of you guys said was correct, um, is right on point. I feel for both of you, and I thank you both for respecting one another. That's the most important thing. See, that's where the integrity lies. You guys just showed that. We're going to go on and end the show, but we will be back here tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. And uh, either one of you touch me with what uh, – send me an email and let me know what you would want me to talk. I want a solution. I'm looking for solutions here. I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't want the Band-Aid on the bullet wound. I want some solutions. Right. And I need some help. I need some help from y'all. And then this is what I, mean. I just I need help. I just want to support whatever you all bring to the table. Um, I believe that if I if I can be uh, even a small beacon of light, I, that that would be my contribution. And I <laughs> I want to thank you all for allowing me to share with you, both you and the <laughs> gentleman. I really appreciate thank it, you. and thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. It's 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 really my it's my honor to do so because no one else is. Thank you, Dennis, for showing up too as well. Thank you for being. Oh, you're here. welcome. Um, and God thank bless you guys. Both. I really appreciate I'm a, this. Uh, you're very. You know welcome. what? This is this is what we need to show people, and we've done that. I'm gonna go ahead and end this show, and I'm gonna thank you guys both for being here, and I love the whole. You know, the spirit and the energy is just beautiful. So God bless you guys as well. I hope that you can call in tomorrow night and help me with the topic. I do believe we may be talking about colleges because it was a topic that uh, Sapphire brought up that I wanted to address, and that topic is education. That's another thing on the roster that I'm working on. Uh, We're going to go ahead and end this show tonight. And I see you all tomorrow, same time, 8 o'clock. God bless. And have a blessed black evening, you guys. Love you. Peace out. This is Gina.